Now, the next thing that we're going to get into is the the unenviable task of figuring out what's next. So the Premier League met on Friday and they went into a meeting to discuss what are the steps after isolation, quarantine ends for teams and for players. What is the league restart going to look like? Project restart is what they're calling it. Where do we go from here? Now, assuming there is no vaccine, we have a state of still social distancing and things are different. But how do we go about finishing a Premier League season with 10 games left and then moving forward and getting into the next season? I mean, this is where things really get tough. How do you move on? Dave, you want to start? Yeah, I mean, look, I think the important thing, I think what we always, what really needs to be remembered here is that, like, if the competition doesn't have integrity, like, because if you can play 29 games and then that's just thrown away, well, then it doesn't matter, right? Like, why even play the next one? Because the next one's probably going to be even shorter. What we have to keep in mind is that for the next year or two, these seasons may be abbreviated. That's just the way it's going to be. So we have to finish this one, get everybody into the correct places, and then you can start to you can start to customize what next season looks like. I think that the, the leagues that have cut theirs short have either made a mistake. Well, the ones that haven't awarded a proper champion have made a mistake. Um, you have to reward. You have to basically decide. All right, if we're going to cancel the rest of the season, then we are going to say that these people are the winners, and that this, these are our top four. These are who's getting relegated. These are who's coming up, because that is integral to the structure of how football leagues are designed, how competitions are designed. Now I'm over. I am open to what next season might look like, of course, but we're not even going to accommodate 38 games. We know that whoa, ahead whoa, of time. Whoa, 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 whoa. We don't know that. But let, now, let, we, we, we almost do know that because somewhere in the fall and winter, we are probably going to get another stay at okay, home. But, okay, but let's, for, for a sake of simplicity, let's take that variable out. Because there are already too many variables in the discussion that make. But that's it the thing you, you can't take that variable no, no, out. That no, is a part yet, of the discussion. Yeah. It's kind of central. No, no, no. Because it's, it's already so complicated that mm-hmm. we need to first think of a simple version of this before we can get to the complex, right? It's like sure. It's think of it as like this way. We need to first. But there is no like simple a, version because like we need to first talk about right. like a proof of concept first, and then talk about okay, then we can start entering uh, in, uh, how you'd actually execute including complexity it's like what mm-hmm. i do at my job it's like first sample well i think I personally i think what the what the premier league should do is say okay we're gonna finish this season when we can it doesn't matter when it finishes just finish the season everyone will fall into place at that point at that point each division goes into basically a clausura apertura type setup where no, we're you're, going you're using too many big words my man what you know mean? what I mean, though. I know, I know your ass knows what yeah. I mean. <laughs> no, like a Mexico setup where there are two seasons and the two winners of the two seasons will play each other in sort of a Super Bowl, yeah. right? Like 
you go into that sort of because here's the thing we have an excuse a sort of like the television broadcasters are open to just about anything at this point to ensure that their money is well spent they just want content they want content and they want view as long as they know that what they're getting will get viewers. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're going to tell me that the premier league for the first time ever would go into a two season concept in which there's a break in the middle during the coldest portion of the year, during a portion of the year where quite frankly, we're probably going to be most, most affected by this. Mm-hmm. If you listen to you know, science. So we're going to go into this two portion year and those two will play each other in a final. We're going to still carry on the FA Cup. We're probably going to have to do away with the League Cup because we won't have enough room for those fixtures. So, like, I would be – I think that's the way to go, personally. I, or I think that – because I think next season you can do anything you want. Right. You could do a – like, you could do a 2014 league like they're talking about. My thing with that is, is fine. If you're going to say to Leeds and West Brom, you're up. And you're just going to give the third. We're not going to send anyone down. Like we're, we're going to send bring two up. Down. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to, or say it's a 22 four, team yeah. league, and so you play 42 games. Right. <clears throat> Fine, but then you have to be open to the idea that you don't know when that's going to end. Mm-hmm. Right, because you have to leave open the possibility that we all go under stay at home orders again. That no players can even. Like, we can't even congregate the damn players again. You know, Bundesliga is talking about resuming, but then three players on Colm or whatever it is just tested positive. This could become a thing at any time, and it could interrupt what we want to do from a football standpoint at any time. And we have to respect the human beings that are involved, the fact that they want to see their families. Right. You know, like the fact that they are individuals within our society as well. So we can't just like isolate them in camps and not let them touch anyone. <laughs> because that's, but seriously, that's kind of the <laughs> no, argument I, I, right I, I, now I, is that yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to, if you're going to do something where the, the games are going to go on, you would have to cut them off from the rest of society. You'd have to have them in football prison camps, essentially like highly paid, comfortable football but, prison camps. But, okay, but that's on, what I'm on. saying where they're off away <laughs> from <laughs> everyone on, where they're isolated. They can't no, go no, no, and no. talk to anyone. No, no, no. Stop. That's stop. the kind of stuff stop. we're talking Andrew's about. Andrew's face is I know. And I totally get why I said that because it is an absolute ridiculous thing for me to okay, say. Okay. 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 That's, that's <laughs> like, put this in perspective. Yes. If motherfuckers that work at Walmart don't need to go in no damn camps, then football players don't need to go in camps either. There are a lot less people. We now, can hold on a second. That. We can oh, argue yeah. that folks at Walmart are in a lot of danger. <laughs> yeah, that's my yeah. point. That might that's exactly my point. You're absolutely right about that. That's kind of the craziness of it all. So look. <laughs> we need to finish this season absolutely and, and from what um, I don't know if you mentioned this, Darius, so I'm going to mention it. Uh, you, oh, yeah. Correct me if you did. So on that meeting on Friday, they didn't take any decisions, according to the BBC. No. They're talking about neutral grounds mm-hmm. um, and using possibly 10 venues. I don't know how that would look like because, as you were just saying about the camps, like, but then they were talking about not, um, you know, putting quarantine players and so on. So it would be interesting to see because 
Uh, I was watching an interview with Raf Raphael Hognstein, the, the one on the Red yeah, Man TV. Yeah. I've never said his name out loud. I've only read it. It's weird. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's weird when you actually say a person's name. I speak a little German. <laughs> <Okay>. Doesn't matter. <laughs> that guy. He said basically the Bundesliga is talking about how they won't even play. The football won't go back to normal until next year, twenty twenty one. Because no, that's that's they, probably they, what we're facing. Yeah. So so they're going to be pay, playing behind closed doors. And but he said he was saying in Germany it's a bit different because uh, public health is determined by local government. So Bayern Munich has to wait for basically the states have to decide. Um, and however, here's my thought about this whole process. Mm-hmm. Whatever whatever the other European countries do, Britain is kind of like America in a lot of ways. Britain's going to do their own fucking thing. They're not going to because in a real world, like if Germany does this first, the real thing should be like Britain should look at Germany and say, OK, what are the things? You Follow did? that model. Well, yeah. What are the things you did wrong? Let's try to do better than what you did. Instead, what Britain most likely is going to do is they're going to do whatever they think is best. And it's going to be completely like illogical and crazy. Hashtag Brexit. So, <laughs> so I have I almost have no faith. But that being said, though, what you were talking about, what you were saying earlier, David, is like, let's assume for just a second that we don't, like, it, that virus doesn't come back with, like, uh, full swing. Just for a second. I still think it would be prudent, for example, to get kind of scrap the League Cup because of the fixtures. And then also, for example, the FA Cup, if you can't scrap the FA Cup because of the magic of the FA Cup, at least scrap replays. Um, oh, Yeah. Maybe scrap like so. For example, instead of Premier League Premier League uh, teams playing in the fifth round, we start from the next round or some nonsense like this, so that we we play a little bit less fixtures. There's there's got to be a way to do that. But the only other problem I have, but the when I was looking at the the BBC article though, going back to neutral venues, that doesn't really make sense to me because so for example, let's assume the league starts tomorrow. Liverpool wins the league in two games. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if that game's in Wembley or the damn moon. There's Liverpool fans going to congregate outside the stadium, if not congregate outside of Anfield. And in fact, the Liverpool mayor, mayor was saying the same he thing. He said like, this earlier in the week, yeah. Yeah, he was saying, like, this is ludicrous. Like, I can't control these people, essentially. These scousers are going to go nuts. Which, to be fair, is completely true because you know me. I got a flat tire right now, but I'm gonna get that fixed. I'm yeah, but we like don't. Person. <laughs> I, I I think that this you know? this whole thing has put like a lot of stuff into perspective for a lot of people. I don't know as it'll be as crazy as people think. I think there'd be like you know there might be people like launching nuclear weapons from their lawn, but, <laughs> yeah, but they no. won't be like within six feet of another person. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. There are ways to do it. You know, like the city could, for example, organize a big venue and uh, put the right things in place so that everyone can be two meters apart and so on. So, I mean, things can't I be mean, done. But that costs money. And never, yeah, but no one like, has money. That's the issue, right? So that That's the problem. Yeah, I agree. And like, you know, obviously, like, it's going to look different than when you'd win anything else. But the point is that I think for the just for the sake of the competition, like you have to finish, because like for Leeds and West Brom, for example, they need the opportunity to complete their journey to go up into the Premier League. They've been waiting on that. There will be financial implications yeah, the money, of that. The money involved you know, is just insane. A hundred million dollars or more. It makes or breaks a club. 
yeah, whether you no, go yeah, up or you your don't. whole future can depend that on is your West future yes. but the more interesting thing is that sorry but we know we're human so no matter what they decide not everyone's going to be happy so what's going to be very interesting is going to be there's going to be litigation regardless of what gets decided even if it's the best case scenario of what gets decided there's going to be litigation so for example you know blah 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 some other teams say hey what about me and this and that and blah you know so there, there might be some legal issues that, that mm-hmm. clubs may face, whether that's from a, a good perspective trying to get funds back from the government or, or from the Premier League or, uh, you know, clubs suing other clubs or, or, or you know, suing the, the FA. And it's not so fair and so. that we got sent down because we had three months in between games and we were on a streak. We would have made, we would have made it up to 15th or 14th and, yeah, and we got interrupted. Those, All of those arguments are going to come out, of course. Yeah, but you know what, though, is if you got to play the games and you didn't do it, then it's whatever. I feel like that's the smallest of the arguments, though. But You're right, yeah. That's, unfortunately, that's not how the, the law works, though, right? But Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, but at the end of the day, like, it's you can make the argument, well, you still got to play the games. Right. And we there was nothing we could do about the, the outbreak, but you still got to play the games and you, and then, you didn't do it. I'm sorry. That's how it goes. Whereas if you, you cut it off now, yeah, you do go. Okay, well, we, could, that, we weren't even given the opportunity we wouldn't know. of the magical. We run. had a whole third of the season. Know what like, we done. Right. But what's interesting as well is like how how this all fits in with UEFA, the Champions mm-hmm. League. Because when didn't they say if you uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't they say like basically, yo, you guys got to finish this by this date? But then they've changed that. Yeah. What was then, it? it was so for example, June or July. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah, for example, but, how do qualifiers work? Are they going to have less teams? I, I think it the could, real reason, as you said, saying, it could be it, they could get rid of, or they, it's a room to experiment. So, for example, to either get rid of teams, like get rid of the menos, so to speak, or add menos to the the competition. To hmm. there, you can you can hmm. go either way. Like so, I think that's one of the reasons why a you've got to get rid of the smaller domestic cups, the ones that go on in the first half of the year, because you've got to clear more time for Europe, right? But I think the real reason that they're saying that, that UEFA is saying that, is that they want everyone to be done because they're not going to hold off on Euro 2021 the way that they had to hold off on Euro 2020. They're just not going to do it. Yeah, they're it's not too much gonna, money. Because yeah. they can't push it into the summer of 2022, six months after a World Cup. So they're, like, basically saying, like, no, we're going to play next summer. You all need to have your, your, the, your next league season wrapped up. Whatever that looks like, you need to have that wrapped up. And I get that. But then also, there's nothing that says that the leagues can't, like I said, just go, okay, well, we're going to do an experimental season in this format. We'll still be done by that time, but we're going to play a shitload of football by then, and you're going to need to adjust the UEFA. Like, we're not going to be doing fucking international friendlies anymore. That's done. Hmm. There's no room for that shit. Yeah, that's got to be scrapped. And then – and then let's talk about, for example, how, how the transfer is going to look like. Um, you know, you have, for example, you have players that their contracts in June 30th. So presumably if, if they're still playing June 30th and finished by July, the guy, you know, for Tongan playing for Tottenham, theoretically he's kind well, of – I, I, I feel like, well, I feel like that one thing. is a little easier to figure out because you can just simply sure. say it's an extension on the contract because the contract technically is supposed to go to the end of the season. So if yeah. the end of the season changes, then that June 30 date, which was kind of an arbitrary date to begin with, because that's like the resetting of the European calendar. 
that's now okay we can allow that to be sure, july sure. 30 or, or september well, 30 whenever it falls in line but the problem is if all the leagues are on different schedules that's when it really becomes oh we Man, because don't illegal. all have the same. But, this guy could but, be free to go somewhere else, but he's still under contract here. So now what? Here, here's the interesting thing about that. One, we've already seen that the transfer window is completely just an idea. It's made up, right? Because yeah. the last couple it's like of years, money. England, yeah, <laughs> it, it keeps changing England, though. England has been just going closing earlier than everybody else, right. and it's been weird. And. As far as, like, the contracts go, it's really actually in the player's best interest to see out the contracts they have because so many of them are built on incentives, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, you can't then say, well, Virgil's owed his incentives for clean sheets. Yeah, but he didn't. He only played 30 games, and then he transferred to Real Madrid. I'm not saying that, like, Virgil's going to Real Madrid, but you get what I'm saying. Like, let's say that he did hypothetically – his agent's in a pickle because the, the, the club could go, yeah, but he didn't play the X amount of games that we need him to play, so we don't owe him this money. So it's right. like it's in everybody's interest to just see things out, have a completed season, and then start from there. And I think because the transfer window is just an idea, right? Like it's just something that we've arbitrarily said, well, it opens this day and it closes this day. Mm-hmm. But we know that we can change that because we've been changing it for the last couple of years. And MLS fucking makes their own shit up every year. It's just like whatever they do, whatever the hell they want, right? So, right. like, yeah, let's let's look at it and go. Okay, here's the deal. All seasons will be done by this date. If you haven't finished the games, then you just cancel it. Whatever. You award the winner the title to whoever was in first at that time. However many games you could get in, that's what you do. At that point, everyone has 10 days. 10 days. That's it. <laughs> and they go nuts. Like, <laughs> you want to go for it's the a, chaos? Oh, I like it. <laughs> yeah, no. It's a bad dash. Everyone has 10 days. Oh, my God. Talking about up. a speculative market. Jesus. <laughs> that would be Imagine, mad. though. Imagine, like, Jim – Like, no, imagine Jim White on Sky Sports News. Fucking Arlo White on NBC Sports are just, like, they would explode. <laughs> like, my god can you sports crew would have to have a daily rundown of all the transfers there'd be new graphics boards it would be amazing yeah Just no it would days be of transfer no, madness oh my god yeah no that's not happening that no never happened but let's do it that's what i want that's what i want oh I want yeah no it'd be great entertainment though fuck mm-hmm. i like well, that one thing i want to throw out there chaos. the content would be non-stop we'd have so many talking points <laughs> and we'd have something to watch for god's sakes you know right tiger king is over so there's nothing left <laughs> it would give nbc sports a show to produce yeah basically yeah <laughs> so yeah, one no, thing i kind of want to throw out along the transfer route is would we see a, the dollar amount going to players for or going in transfers is that going to say the same is that going to drastically drop off? Because the global economy is down for everyone. Is Mbappe worth twenty hundred million dollars? Is he worth $50 million? <laughs> or is he worth twenty? Like, what is the going rate for a player right now? Like a player who would have gotten two hundred for a transfer, a player who would have gotten a hundred, who would have gotten yeah. fifty. Do no, that's a fair question. No, that is it. That is. I mean, I love math, so I love this question. So. For me personally, I, I think uh, the the Occam's razor is that it has to drop. It has to drop. Right. 
whether that's 10% or whether that's 20%, like the stock markets has dropped recently. I, I, I don't have the answer to that, unfortunately, but it'd be, it, it will be interesting to see. So for example, it, you know, for example, I, I was watching earlier that, you know, uh, Barcelona wants to get rid of Coutinho. Right. And, and there's gossip that maybe he'll go to Chelsea, you know, for 75 million pounds or something like that. Um, will that drop into down 50? Uh, mm-hmm. Because, of, you know, I'm sure Abramovich is fine. He's got money. He's, he's some oligarch. He, he's, he's doing all right. But, you know, maybe he doesn't want to pay that, you know, because everyone, as you said, everyone is hurting the global economy. Certain. Mm-hmm. But it'll be, it's really going to suck for the smaller clubs, you know, in, in the Division Twos or, you know, the fringes of the Europe, like your mid-table clubs in the first divisions. You're, you know, for example, you're, they're colognes of the world. You know, who, where are they going to buy from? What money do they have? Because let's assume, you know, the Bundesliga or the Premier League finishes in the next 10 games. You know, they're not going to have that match day revenue. And much like Disney, Disney doesn't make all their money from parks, but it is a significant chunk of their revenue is the, uh, is the mm-hmm. parks, you know. Obviously, they make money from ABC and everything else, their movies and so on. But just like with clubs, you know, their TV deal is a big money maker. But, you know, the match day helps. The other stuff matters. matters. Yeah, the other stuff matters too. So now then they have to reconcile and they have to budget accordingly. So, you know, some clubs are just struggling to keep it float, much less by the next Mbappe. I don't – the short answer is I don't don't effing know. If I did – I wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm gonna, I would I'm be gonna, paid to be on the You'd be making more money to more. figure that stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to complicate this even more. And Go ahead. say that, like, okay, so oil and houses are down, right? Mm-hmm. You would think that everything Two very specific down. things, yes. But you get what I'm saying. Like, I've seen the yeah. prices of homes drop. Oil, freaking, we were just talking about how cheap gas is right now. Like, these are things that you would normally kind of base your impression of like dollar values on now, right? yeah, how, harder, how many of these rich specifically for those two yeah. markets how many of these rich billionaire owners are either involved in something along the lines of oil money or real estate those are two yeah. of the hardest hit markets right now like yeah. this is fair Woo. this is and, the, and this is fair right <sighs> But the one argument I'll make is that everything is what it's supply and demand, right? So like people don't have money to buy houses right now and people aren't going anywhere. So they don't need gasoline. So (laughs) The demand for those things is down, but is the demand to see Lionel Messi or Philip Coutinho or whoever play down? Or is it in theory up because people can't even people even in the countries that those players are playing in can't go to the game. They have to watch them on television. They have to pay some type of subscription price. So your TV value is higher because there is no higher. Yeah. So and if you want to get your team onto the primo packages or whatever it is, or be the highlighted thing, so that you get a a nicer slice of the pie, then maybe buying a Philippe Coutinho is actually more worth it. All right, so 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 Dave, would that that depends on the league though? I was going to say, would that work better in a baseball model where you can go and you can negotiate your own TV contract, a basketball model where you can. You go and negotiate your own TV contract. In addition to the national, you also have your own regional TV contract. 
would that be better than with the Premier League where it's, 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 isn't it pretty evenly split or it's more incentive? It's no, not, no, it's based it, on where you finish. You're right. So it's incentive based. It's not based off of, wait, you're the big club and you got the big name. So you get a bigger chunk. It's based off of results. So it's not something that you can necessarily negotiate because of your right. name. So if you bring in a player, theoretically, it bumps up the league. And if you finish higher, you should have a bigger cut, but it doesn't guarantee that. Whereas if you're doing your own negotiation, you can say, we've got this player, give us more money for our TV contract. Which is why in reality, what's going to happen is, is to Andrew's point, the colognes of the world who can't maybe afford to go out and buy that superstar player and aren't going to get on themselves in those primo packages, they're going to struggle, right? And, like, the finances are going to get harder and harder. And for the, the clubs down the divisions, it just gets uglier and uglier. And that's why, like, I've heard a few people now saying this might be the event that bursts out a European Super League. Yeah, I can see that. It's possible. Oh, no, no. Don't well, because I don't it, want but, but, it either. But, but, no one but, wants it, but oh. there may only but be think a few about less it. standing. If you can have a model where the super clubs can go do their own negotiating with TV contracts and they can go and do their own separate league where they don't have to go through the Premier League and say, wait, I'm getting the same amount as Wolves simply because they finished fourth and we finished fifth. I'm freaking Manchester United. I'm freaking Manchester City, whoever. If they want to break away, that option's there. Like, of course, they're incentivized to go do that because they're the bigger club. So, yeah. You, no, you're absolutely right. It's depressing to think about, but it's it's <laughs> incentivized for them to do so. <laughs> yeah. There's more. There's more reason for them to do so right now. Yeah, I don't know. It. We live in we live in a world of immense possibilities because this is unprecedented. So we just don't know how all institutions and in all facets of life are going to react, or or you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Or you know, yeah, react to this and what like, they're going to move, how they're going to move forward <clears throat> with this. So, um, so it is, it is uncharted territory. Um, I, but I, but I think, I, I think we'll, they'll, they'll make something. There are smarter people than me in the room. that are going to make decisions that are, are, you know, probably best worst case scenarios. You don't mean this yeah. room. No, no, not this room. <laughs> no, definitely a much nicer room. Than this. Much nicer rooms <laughs> with like, with like James Bond in the corner and like Cuban cigars and like brand. They at least have a chandelier or something fancy. Or like, like or like you know high class, you know lobster and things. That real fancy shit, right? But you know it, it's interesting because I was reading not Bogo Publix beer and you know electronic mosquito swatters. <laughs> hey, but I was it's, I was reading an article last week that was talking about um, you know like. Costco's and Walmart might be like the only things that come out of this. Like it's, it's just going to be the big things that can survive something like this. Sure. Or like all the small businesses. Well, any business that had before the prices, before the uh, before the collapse, before the crisis, sorry, any business that had a, a large multitude of cash reserves on hand, mm-hmm. or they're they're healthy to survive this crisis, and or any business that gets bailed out by the government. Because we know any go- or, sorry, any government, not just the U.S. government, is willing to bail out certain industries and so on, whether that's agriculture, airlines, car industry, and so on. So if you're in any one of these industries and or if you are a business with a lot of cash reserves, you'll be all right. 
Well, let's not forget that clubs don't necessarily have huge cash reserves. No, exactly. They that's are right. profitable because they have so much coming in that, and exactly. they spend exactly. so much Thank as well. So Thank they're not finishing. very liquid. They, no, all they not. have is they, they have a huge amount coming in, but they're also spending a huge amount. So if you still have to spend a huge amount on your wages and it's not coming in, all of a sudden you're looking at it like, shit, this is a terrible business model. So, yeah, no, so much that's of where they're revenue at. Flow. Revenue yeah. flow. It's, it's about revenue. flow. And, and if right. you cut off the flow, then there isn't a whole lot left. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So that, <clears throat> yeah, thank you for finishing my... Uh, but I just wanted to jump in the sound smart like that. No, 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 that's no, no, all I wanted to do. I've been drinking, so like I, I didn't get there, but I was in there in my mind. <laughs> but like that's my that was my next point you know, was going to be like, age, unfortunately, fo football is not built that way. Um, so again, like the colognes of the world, or mm -hmm. you know, um, I just watched you know, Sunderland until like I die. So it's like yeah, Aaron, yeah, like, or like for example, oh, I, I need to ask yeah. my brother-in-law, but like where my wife's from, her team, where you know Lewandowski used to play. So he played at my wife's hometown team, and then he went to Borussia Dortmund with Jurgen mm -hmm. Klopp. So I'm wondering how in her team they play in one of the the stadiums that were in the Euros in 2012 that were using. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, my my wife got a um, she got some signed stuff from I think Buffon and Marchisio and stuff because it, the uh, the Italian team was in her city or whatever. My point being is that team because it's in the Polish league is not very rich, right? So right. Uh, you know, they're not the Liverpools of the world. They are no. probably less than the Colognes of the world. So I'm, I'm wondering how, for example, that league is going to survive. And even though her team is, uh, you know, the se probably the second biggest club in the in the country. So I'm wondering how it's going to affect all of European football. Because at the I, end of the day, we're yeah. buying from Red, Salz uh, Red you know, Salzburg. So if, we, if Salzburg doesn't exist... Where, where are we going to get our next Minamino? Where are we going to get our next Keita? Where are we no, gonna no you, you laugh, but it's serious. Like, I'm yeah. looking at it from the standpoint of from the two um, leagues that I worked in in sports, minor league baseball and collegiate athletics. Those are two very similar cases to what you're seeing with the smaller leagues because they're not revenue-driving leagues. They're leagues that exist solely for – staying afloat and producing talent and pushing it up to the next level. And that's your big calling card in whether you want to say it or not, that's what you do in college athletics. And obviously that's exactly what you do in minor league baseball. So if you're only there as kind of a feel good, you're not really bringing in a ton of dough. Like minor league baseball operates at a deficit. They get money from the major leagues. That's how they're able to stay alive. But it's a necessary system because you need a place to be able to refine talent. College athletics, there are programs being cut, teams that are being cut. We've seen universities just say that sport is not going to exist when we come out of it, regardless of how soon we come out. The same thing is probably going to happen with some minor league teams where there's going to be major league affiliates just to say that short season team, they're not coming back. That single A team, we're not going to be able to afford them. That double A team, we're going to have to shut down that operation. And the same thing's going to happen overseas with football. It's like if you're a, a Mines or something like that, it's just, it's not a, a sustainable thing without any kind of inflow, without any kind of transaction sales to keep you afloat, and without any kind of European football that you have access to. What are you going to do? Because the operating budget is still ridiculously freaking high, no money coming in you're going to see teams fold. Like that's going to happen. And we have to be prepared for that because 
Yeah. We're going to come out of this in sports. It's not just any one individual sport. It's not any one individual league. It's not any one individual country. Sports are going to look different when we come out of this. Yeah. And that's terrifying. I think the only people. sport that's going to be all right is basically the NFL because there's too much money in the NFL. And these, the people that own the NFL teams, they're going to be fine. But again, it's a closed but, league. And that's yeah, the yeah. top of a pyramid because yeah, exactly. if it weren't for college football below no, them, no, no, you're, they you're wouldn't right. have a support system. You're it's, right. You're absolutely they're right. They're at the top. They're at the top of the pyramid, so they're good. Same with like so the you, Premier League, the Bundesliga, League Un, um, uh, ooh, La Liga. Like they, I they'll like be your, fine. Your, I like your French there, League Un. League Un. You know, I needed, I needed a this, cigarette. You, you know, je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Remember the show that we had a few months back about the FA, the EFL, and the Premier League? Mm. Sure. Like, we'll see what happens with the EFL. Because... Right. They're going to suffer quite a bit from this. Some of the teams are going to fight with them on financials, on, you know, at the structure of things. The pyramid may be upset. The EFL, I, is it in the interest of English football for, instead of the EFL, for it to be Premier League one and two? Because we don't know who's going to survive and who doesn't. Like, if this goes on for another year, and people can't – these clubs can't have people in the stands, a lot of them are going to fold. Like, mm, yeah. a significant amount may have to just shut it down. And, then and how, does that, how does that affect the national team? How does it affect, you know, fandom for, like, you know, for example, the kid who's, like, seven years old? You know, will he become a fan? You know, all these well, – not to mention just, like, people's jobs and shit. Just, like, long-term oh. implications. What it means is that you're not, you're not going to have nearly as many opportunities. So – Roy Keane and Steven Gerrard, you'll still find them. But Harry Kane and Jamie Vardy, maybe they don't get that opportunity. Or Adam Lallana, right? He or Adam Lallana. But, like, the guys who needed to kind of You're get a late develop, who needed to grind. Going All right, so you one thing a lot of people MLS. are watching right now. That's <laughs> maybe what it is. Maybe that's the answer. But, I mean, but you, think, you think to, like, the Jordan doc right now that we're watching, um, that everyone's watching, The Last Dance. Those small school guys like Dennis Rodman, like Scotty Pippen, they don't get that opportunity because now the small school school? team is not going to be there. That level of opportunity is going to be so much less. So finding the diamond in the rough, that's not going to be a story we hear nearly as much. And you know what? Well, here's the thing about diamond rough. Fortunately for us as Liverpool fans, we are in a great position. Why? Because of our recruitment process. And I was going to say earlier is that any of the clubs that can survive but have a system in place where basically they have a money ball system like the Liverpools of the world do, where they recruit, they analyze all the data, they have, you know, effing quantum physicists looking at this shit. Any of the clubs that do this, I think they'll be able to find value in the market, whether that market goes up or whether it goes down. Yeah. So – if any of the clubs out there are still working on the old school model of, you know, you know, watching people in person, I think those are the clubs that are going to suffer in, the, in, in terms of recruitment. Because if, like you said, if, if like small town teams are, 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 are busting, then, you know, it's just, you're, you're going to have to work that much harder to find talent. Right. But let's not get it twisted. There's a reason why these teams at the top are looking to furlough staff because they all realize whether we have it right now or not, we're not going to be able to do this forever. 
It doesn't matter, matter if yeah. you're Manchester United. It doesn't matter if you're Liverpool. It doesn't matter who the hell you are, Barcelona, Real Madrid. Yeah. Yeah, no one can hold out forever in the way that this is going. And we're all but, TBD as far as when we get back to normal. So it, that's yeah, what's yeah, really you, tough for the teams at the top I mean, as well. Just speaking from pers- you know, closer to home, like – uh, there was just a meeting this week at work where I thought my job was safe as hell because basically I work in the TV and like basically my job, my, my company, what they do is we, we track ratings. We track what you people watch and everyone's watching TV right now. So I was like, yo, my job's dope. My job is fine. But apparently like, they're making some cuts where, you know, they might do this or that and blah, 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 you know, 401k, blah, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So it's hurting everybody and, and, right. and not just football. So, and it's going to continue to do hurt everyone and football until we get things back to normal, i.e. after a vaccine, which, uh, you know, which will be next year. At the, at the end of the day, well, you know, we, we kind of hate to say it, but football is a luxury, not an essential Yeah, business. yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. No? It's, like a, it's like getting a haircut. It's a luxury. It's a luxury that's paid <laughs> for by billionaires. And look, I know they're billionaires, but they're not all equal, right? Like they all right. have different budgets and different constraints and different – other things that they're committed to and the decision to not to reverse the furlough thing. Right. So by paying everyone that costs Liverpool 250 K a week, Mm -hmm. 250,000 pounds. Now that's a million pounds a month. Mm -hmm. I know they have a lot of money, but if this shit goes on for a year, it you runs out eventually. If you're not yeah. bringing in, but you're you still spending, of, you're going to run out at some point. I'd argue that's a small thing of their uh, – it's, it's not something it's that uh, – million million pounds. That's, that's, yeah. that's not much. But what is much is, like, for example, the wages. They would, what they should really do is say, hey, Verge, can you take, like, a 30% pay cut? No, they should. But yeah. then if we start playing again behind closed doors, then – you can't really tell Verge, the, the one guy that's doing what he's supposed to be doing because you can't right. say, well, I'm going to pay the guy that would normally work the ticket booth or the concession stand, even though he's not working. I'm going to pay him normal. But Virgil, who's doing his job as Sure, sure. No, I get it. But, but you know what I mean? Like, you can't yeah. tell him to take a pay cut. But Yeah, that's tough. You're, you're not wrong. Like, and do they have the money? Yeah, probably. But just remember that these are businesses. Yeah, yeah, of course, mm-hmm. of course, of course. And, like – that's the thing is like they'll I, have to allocate it I, from somewhere else and they'll have to they'll have to make cuts or or fagazi something to to make sure that they'll be all right. I think what's really going to have to happen is is like they they finished Kirkby but Anfield Road won't happen for several yeah. years. I think they already announced that that's going to be delayed. Um Yeah, they said it would be delayed. Yeah. But they didn't say how long but like it's going to be a while. Yeah. You know. That's just that, because we we're not gonna have the money to put into it. Huh? Yeah, is what it is. Beep, beep. Yeah, but I mean that's just where we are. It's not just a, a football thing. It is a global economic crisis. It's uncertainty around the coronavirus. So everyone's being affected. So it's not it's not specific to any team, any league, or anything along those lines. But we've gotten to a point now in the conversation where it's 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 starting to get a little bit too real so let's let's go back into our fantasy (laughs) let's go back to fantasy land now what are we watching on tv what are we doing to occupy our time i mean we're all turning into couch potatoes these days like what what, what's good to watch andrew what you watching man uh shit what am i watching 
Ooh, I just finished what's hot on Netflix now. Uh, this teenage drama comedy, Never Have I Ever. That's kind of cute. <laughs> I've heard of it. Yeah, I'm yeah, and it. it was funny. I you were going to say Sex Education. That was good. <laughs> oh, no, 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 that was months ago, homie. Come on, get what the fuck. Oh, all right, all right. Well, um, I don't know, you know. Jeez, so I'm it's old. funny because I, I work with Indians at, at my job. So, like, the, this show, Never Have I Ever, is about an Indian family. Like, the father is dead. And it's about an Indian uh, female teenager, uh, you know, and her struggles through high school. And it, it, it's, it's cute. Um, but um, and then, yeah, obviously, Tiger King, who hasn't seen Tiger King by now. Um, and then, honestly, Community. I've been watching Community on Netflix as well. I, I was watching that back in college, but it's good to revisit that. Donald Glover uh, is hilarious. Um, what else have I been watching? And then just watching. Um, so my Disney Plus stuff while I'm working. Um, unfortunately, I don't have a great at-home work setup. I, I just work on my laptop, whereas at my job, I have like two monitors and a laptop. So I'm struggling at the moment. But um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much what I'm watching. And then, oh, of course, um, how can I forget? In English, it's called um, Money Heist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, I that's what I heard it. Yeah, the wife got me into that a few years ago when it first came out. So we finished a new episode. That shit is dope. Although I'd hate the Spanish accents. Oh God, like <laughs> I, I hate I hate the way Spanish people talk. It's just terrible. I don't like it. But my wife loves it. She's like, Oh my God, yeah. And I'm like, No, it's terrible. <laughs> but no, this show is fin- it, this show's fantastic. It's a good. It's good fun. I love me some you know heist and. Uh, it would be racist if it wasn't self-loathing. Uh, no you know what's funny is that in the last season in the last season there's an argentinian and then like if there are two accents in the world that i hate it's the spanish and the argentinian because the spanish is just like because they're the conquistadors they're the the conquerors of you know of history right and then you have the argentinian that is so just like I'm so pretentious and so, pretentious was exactly what I was right, thinking. So was like, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like fake Italian. Yeah, basically, basically. Oh. I don't want to say the G word, but it's kind of G wordy. And it's like, oh, you wear like a sheen. You wear like a posho. That's Jesus like, Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no, when I, when I first learned about vosotros, I was like, y'all lost me on that. Yeah, really. bo, bo, uh, yeah, yeah. bo, bo, no, I like both. There's, uh, well, the thing about both, both, you don't know, in, in, in Spanish, it's like an informal way of saying you. And only certain countries, you, you know, for example, Argentina uses it heavily. Parts of Venezuela. That's what I got out of it. It's kind of elitist. Parts of, Col- parts of Colombia, parts of Nicaragua, or all of Nicaragua, Guatemala, mm-hmm. Honduras. So these places, like, so Mexicans don't say this. Puerto Ricans, Cubans, Dominicans, they don't use it. Spanish people don't. Um, what do you, hold on a second. <laughs> my wife is playing music wife can you not play music while i'm doing this <laughs> oh, no, no 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 you're good we don't hear yeah oh, okay good. anyway you're fine uh anyway so i was like uh <laughs> um, yeah but no the show's dope i love it but besides all the accent stuff it's fine <laughs> yeah but uh what are you guys watching uh let's see here i uh i got I finished a few things on hulu I can't yeah. even remember. Give me that password, yeah. homie. 
<laughs> I don't I'm checking out. I'm catching up on my HBO shit now because I canceled mm. my subscription for a while, so I'm catching up on stuff. But uh, the real thing, the real revelation to come out of quarantine is Korean cooking videos. What? <laughs> <laughs> On YouTube, man. You, you it's on just like, they don't even show, like, faces. It'll okay. just, like, there's one called Kimmy. K-I-M-I. And it's just, like, a farmer lady. Doesn't You never even see her face. And she's just, like, goes out, picks vegetables. And it's, it'd be, like, smooth jazz in the background. <laughs> she's like, send me a link? That sounds okay. dope. I'm it's soothing. like her making kimchi and, like, whatever else. And it's, like, super relaxing. <laughs> like you fall asleep to relaxing or no, like, like maybe you're just like you're just like i'm sitting there i'm like just play another one just just play another one <laughs> okay so dave you've gotten into food porn cool yeah food oh. porn totally they're kind of like asmr because you know, <laughs> okay. it is so very... soothing just like but speaking yeah, of cooking yeah, i've been is, i've been bro, trying to learn it's like all the sound of like her shredding cabinet, oh it's you know, oh you see so you like that. a high def mic okay okay <laughs> I got you. So, I mean, obviously, I've been watching The Last Dance, and I watched yeah. uh, The People versus OJ again. Mm. Or no, the the uh, the ESPN one, Making of OJ. Uh, oh, that's good... um, the what's six part one? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like a thirty for thirty. It was a thirty for thirty. Part. What was the name yeah. of it? So yeah. good. So wait, so but good. when you watch these videos, are you cooking the shit that you'd be watching or not? We did make kimchi. We did make. We have like five vats of it in the fridge. <laughs> oh, I love. Yo, hook me up. I with like some kimchi, it. bro. Yeah. I like. Oh, it's good. <laughs> I, yeah, I like. Just it. kimchi yeah. and rice all the time as a, like a as a go to. Yeah, I've been trying to uh, uh, learn how to b- grill recently because I'm not a man. I don't oh, know. How to, I don't know how to charcoal. do that. So gas like, or charcoal? Uh, it's gas. It's gas. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. I, I fucked up that. the first time and I and That's I kind of burned some hairs off my hand. Oh, uh, I don't want to talk about that. It was kind of you dropped the match in and just blew out. <laughs> no, no, I put the shit on high and then I went. Oh, yeah, my dumbass. No, the worst is when you're like the worst is when you're like pressing the button and then you get a little bit. You like looking in there and then you press the button again. It's like, oh yeah, no, my my button doesn't work. So I had to use the like, you know those those lighters that are kind of long. And oh, then, yeah. like like a gun yeah, yeah and then yeah. i put it i actually put it on high but anyway so yeah i'm learning how to grow in fact going to the dad's tomorrow i'm gonna make some lamb slew fa- uh slow fuck what shit Zulaki? that's the word i was looking for yeah maybe some gyro and then i'm making my my uh piri piri chicken i hey, go, oh go nice in. yeah you know some, i gotta i gotta I'll send some pictures it'll be hot fire yeah, I got I got to shout out Darius for the first leaf recommendation on the previous show, because that shit was dope. <laughs> and then it shows up and it's got food pairings on the little cards. Mm-hmm. Oh, is this the wine thing? Food pairings. Yes, fried okay. calamari. I did uh, lamb chops. What? Yeah. What? You got money? <laughs> oh man, they weren't even that expensive. I, well, lamb I chop? You got a job? <laughs> They're a little bit cheaper. Where? Yeah, at? Man. At Publix, oh, okay. or you can get them. At, you can get them at uh, Costco actually uh, for a better rate. You get more of them. But yeah, man, on the grill they were fire. They were oh, good. Word. See, that's what I want to learn how to do is you know all these kinds of things. But Real yeah, octopus. oh yeah, you didn't. I didn't. I saw the story, but I didn't see the final product, so it didn't happen. 
You didn't, eat, you didn't eat it. It didn't happen. I ate it. It was good. <laughs> I didn't see the plate on Instagram, so it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it did. Did oh, you actually my have bad, it? fellas? My bad. But Darius, real quick, so tell me about this wine thing, because it's a wine know. club. Uh, so they're gonna have to become a sponsor now because this is twice I've mentioned that. This is uh, twice. Mercy, <laughs> shout us out. But it's uh, we get it's called them. be like, hey, <laughs> it's called First Leaf. So. The way they do it is a subscription base where um, it's a wine club. You go and pay every couple of months, every four months, however you want to do your um, your setup. You get six or twelve bottles, and all you do is go in, fill out okay, your profile, and say, "Rate per bottle, go." It is I'd say twenty probably about like to twenty-five. 13, no, I mean for what it's worth. What it's worth oh, is true. twenty to twenty-five a bottle, but you but get it retail, for twelve yeah. to fifteen. What yeah. do you pay per bottle, basically? So the first, the introductory one, I paid fifty for six bottles. Right. Okay. That's less. It's yeah, yeah. Okay. It's less than ten. That, that's that a, was that's for the, the price. That's that the price the I like. Now you're speaking my language. But, okay. but yeah, for for the actual. <laughs> so thing. I sent you the invite, bro. <laughs> I know, but for the actual thing, dude. Actual I, thing I don't have <laughs> I don't have time to be looking at shit at work. <laughs> he goes. <laughs> you know what he said yeah. to me? He goes. What do you got me on a wine pyramid scheme? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't have time to look. I was like, "What the hell is this?" Uh, but no, but it's for for uh, what you're gonna actually pay once you get into it is like between fifteen and twenty dollars a bottle. But there's nicer stuff. There's higher quality stuff. It's shit, I never seen rate. before. Stuff you would not like. I got wines from Macedonia that like like. Oh, what is this? dude, no, the best wines. I mean, when I say the best, I mean. The most fun to get trashed on when I lived in Poland was wine from, <laughs> when we're we're wines from Bulgaria because they're like Ooh. they're like uh, two dollars or like a dollar fifty. Oh, they got their own version of two bucks. Yeah, huh? yeah, but like it, it's sweet, and and then the next day you're just completely shot. hammered. But but the drunk is it's like a mix. It's like the typical wine drunk where you're like philosophical and you're very nice <laughs> and you want to kiss everyone. But it's also like you can go on a rager and go out all night drunk. So those are, I think, for me, the Bulgarian ones are fun. Macedonia, I imagine it's similar. All right. Yeah. So they, got I mean, like a, they got like a wine in Scotland that's like. What? Mixed, yeah. No. So it's like wine, but then it's like mixed with caffeine. So it's. God. The alcohol level of wine, but it has the caffeine levels of like six so, cups of coffee. So basically, a four loco. I was gonna say four loco, <laughs> like that, <laughs> yeah, that's what that but is. But it's called Ooh, basically, <laughs> and it's <wow>. like <laughs> apparently like a bunch of people really get have like heart attacks and shit. Oh, I'm gonna ask my I, my 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 brother in law lives up there. He lives in Glasgow, so I'll yeah. ask him. Tell I'll him, ask him like, to get me some buckfest. I'll ask him to mail me some. That's nuts. Bring it to the bar if we, when we win the title. Like, we actually have a title party. <laughs> Bring Fuck. it to the bar. Dude, you did your house. Just have, like, five people over. Your wife will say yes, right, David? Just have five people over. We'll be she fine. She having people over. <laughs> we'll be fine. I'll be nice. She ain't having me here. Dude, I'll bring, I'll bring arepas. I'll bring, I'll bring arepas, man. That's all you need in life. All right. She hates corn. <laughs> Well, then I, I can't help you there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as far as what I'm watching on TV, nothing major. Like, The Last Dance on ESPN has been kind of a nice thing. But Altered Carbon, that's that's one on Netflix Ooh, I I've been watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Yo, that. so Yo, I watched Anthony, the first our, season. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got into the second season with Anthony Mackie, where he comes Anthony in. And Mac, it's yeah. like, all right, uh, I can see yeah, this. Right. 
Yeah, All I right. like it. I love me so, some sci-fi. Yep. I like sci-fi. I like any kind of superhero stuff, futuristic stuff. So that's kind of my speed and Altered Carbon has been doing it for me. So that's... that's Wait, cool. did you finish it? I'm, I'm in the middle of it. I just started season oh, two. Through okay, the first okay. episode of season two. Okay, I won't spoil yeah. it. It's dope. It's dope. not spoil it. Why would you no, do no, that? No, no, no. I said I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. Um, yeah. Oh, also real quick on HBO because David said it. Um, I watched recently what I really liked was that show, that Stephen King uh, adaptation. Um, it's called, oh fuck, what's it called? It's like a murder mystery, supernatural-ish. It's basically about, um, uh, David, help me. What's it called? I don't know. The reason I actually got HBO again was uh, I wanted to finish that show years and years, and I wanted to watch. So David Simon teamed up with, I can't remember who, but they they made like a film adaptation of the plot against America. Oh yes, yes. I've been waiting for that to finish, and then I was gonna start it. But yeah. no, what I wanted to say was The Outsider. That's some creepy ass shit that you should watch. I like that show. And then of course I'm waiting for Westworld to finish so that I can so that I can binge it as well. Yeah, yeah. Jesse Pinkman blew off his Hulu show for that. So. <laughs> oh, really? oh wow. Okay. I think that's what's happened here. Mm. Oh, no. Yeah, so after the call, send me the Hulu password. I'll send you Disney Plus. I got Disney Plus. <laughs> well, I'll send you Arepas in the mail. You got BR Live? <laughs> <laughs> There's no sports. You don't need BR Live in your life. Dude, they get, well, they get, they're doing all the Champions League matches for free and shit. Like, yeah. or for, like, you know, or I think, I, I think it's like you can watch any of them for free and then you get LFC TV and all that. Not that LFC TV has anything going on right now, but you know, right, right, when it right. does. When football resumes. When football resumes. We'll, we'll, we'll do something. We'll figure something out. All right. We'll make a deal. Let's, yeah. let's make a deal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All wow. right, fellas. Well, I mean, it's been weird times being in the middle of all this quarantine stuff, but we're getting through it. Liverpool, they're going to come through it. We're all going to come through it. On the other side, it's going to be amazing. Liverpool still going to be the champions of the Premier League. So oh, it's going to be a good time. They say, friends. I can't we're going to win. I know. I know. I know. I just have to watch highlights and, like, you know, get happy with that. But other than that, what, what are we going to do? But, yeah. It was nice talking to you guys. Thanks for having me. It's my first time on the show, so I appreciate yes, it. Uh, well, I, not really. People on our YouTube have seen you before, so. Oh, there's that. Oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot oh, about that. Yeah. yeah. Been, I know. You've been, you've been but it's, it's, it's funny, but, like, uh, yeah, so I had to – my friends listened to me when I did that interview with the guy from Puerto Rico, and they were like, oh, I want to listen to it. And it, it, I don't know about you guys, but listening to yourself is just – it's weird. You get used to it. It, it, it takes a while. It yeah. takes a while, but you get used to it. You listen to it, and it's like, damn, I sound like that? Ew. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a, a bit weird. So I get it. it means you're, that means you're normal. If you like the sound of your own voice, you're a fucking sociopath. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like now I get it when actors say, oh, I don't watch the movies I make. I just make movies. Mm -hmm. Like now I get it. Uh, anyway. No, I totally get it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I cut this bit out, Darius. But uh, yeah. <laughs> No, leave it leaving in. it in. All right, leave it in then. Anyway, all right, fellas, it's been fantastic. Thank you for jumping on tonight. All right, thank all right. you. Cheers. Have a good weekend, guys. Be all safe, right, everyone. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in. Cop talk. <laughs>